that proclamation, that he called our nation to prayer. And I know that you're going to hear criticism uh, for the president doing that. Uh, it doesn't really matter what he does. He's going to get criticized for it uh, by, by somebody. Uh, and, uh, and I'll tell you what, I've already seen it this morning as I, as I glanced through some, uh, some social media as I was looking for some information about the, uh, uh, the day of prayer that he had proclaimed. And, uh, and, and I noticed that uh, what, one of the attacks is people are attacking him for some of his things of the past. We understand that our president is a flawed individual because I am a flawed individual and you are a flawed individual. And if everyone, uh, if, if everyone has passed, was thrown up on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, on the national uh, uh, highlights, you know, there might be things that you wouldn't want everybody to know about. And I'm sure there are things that it brought up in his past. So uh, it doesn't matter uh, whether what your past is. Jesus is a God of today. He is a God for us today. And we, we want to join forces as a church to do battle. We want to, uh, we want to do battle against the uh, attack of the enemy. We are, we're cognizant of the need of our nation. And that's why we took the time to pray for our nation. But I, I'm going to take this opportunity today, and I've got just a few minutes left. I, I'm aware of that. I just want to remind you that our battle is larger than just a virus. We are in a battle for the souls of people around us. We are in a battle for the salvation of our families. We are in a battle for the spiritual well-being of our church. And in the war room of Satan are detailed plans and detailed methods on how he will attack you and how he will come against you. And I'm going to talk against his satanic kingdom for just a few moments today. The reason I'm going to talk against it because the scripture talks against it. The scripture gives us guidelines. The scripture gives us gives us a, 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 a mandate to come against the satanic power of, of, the, of, the, of the kingdom of Satan all around us. His organized kingdom of imps and demons and powers work to destroy your soul. They work to destroy your home. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That you will be able to stand firm. Against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. But against evil rulers. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to real briefly. An evil ruler is a principality. Or it's a prince or a ruler over a geographical area. We are fighting against authorities of the unseen world. Those are powers or angelic beings that try to bind the people from being spiritually free. They, they do the work for the principalities. They, uh, they bring uh, evil into the believers' lives and into people's lives. Rage, hatred, bitterness, envyance, jealousy, anger, selfishness. We are to fight against the mighty powers 
in this dark world. Those are those are the evil of the world that is around you. That's the, the mighty powers that lead this dark world. It's a systematic attack. They bring addictions into the lives of people. Drugs, alcohol, pornography, adultery, fornication, lust. They, they, uh, they use Hollywood to bring garbage into your homes. They attack our universities and our schools with ungodliness and, and with uh, just, just, just uh, uh, anti-God uh, propaganda. And then finally, he said, evil spirits in heavenly places. Evil spirits in heavenly places. Understand this. When you are saved, you were raised up immediately to sit in heavenly places with the king of kings. You are elevated into heavenly places. And just because you are moved into that heavenly place doesn't mean you're immune from tact. Because in that heavenly place, there, uh, the Apostle Paul informed us that there are, uh, there are those, those satanic forces that are assigned to attack the believer in heavenly places. There are specific angels of darkness that infiltrate the church with their evil. They cripple and destroy the body of Christ. And within this kingdom, and, and Paul just, you know, he, he just, in one verse, he just given a quick summary of some of the things in the satanic kingdom. And within this kingdom is, is, is Satan's plan to destroy your life. You see, he's not just setting idol while you get closer to Jesus. He's not, he's not setting idol, idol while you get more and more involved in the work of the, of the kingdom of God and more and more involved at crossroads. He's going to do his best to stop you. He's going to do his best to stop crossroads. He'll slip in in the shadows of your heart and mind. He'll show up at church. He's here right now. He looks for an opportunity to find fault, to criticize, to speak words of discord right in your ear, just to get you to disagree. He, he's not gonna, he's not gonna announce his intentions, but he's just gonna slip around. He doesn't fight fair, he fights for keeps. The first thing I want us to do today is we need to recognize that our battle is not against people. So many times we get so caught up in the skirmishes among people and our emotions and our thinking. Our battle is not against people. Notice Ephesians 6, 12. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. But we're fighting against and all those things I've already talked to you about. We are, we are, the Apostle Paul, let me back up, the Apostle Paul penned these words so that the church would understand and identify the battlefield. Because the attack of the enemy is through the flesh, through your emotions, through your mind, through your, through your, uh, through your flesh, because it uses people around you sometimes family members or church members or people on the job or people at school, we come to the conclusion that that's our battle. But I've come to tell you today, that is not your battle. That is not where your battle is. 
You are called to spiritual warfare and your battle is not against the people around you, but the battle is against the spirits. The evil spirits that attack you in heavenly places. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's Mighty weapons, not worldly weapons to knock down strongholds of human reasoning. Excuse me. We Let, let me back up. We, I didn't read that right. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. We use God's weapons to knock down strongholds of human reasoning. To destroy false arguments. Your battle is not against the professor that's teaching the uh, the ungodly principles. It's against the spirit that's behind that. The battle is not against the teacher at the high school that, that teaches evolution as if it was true. The battle is against the spirit that's behind that. We are here to destroy false arguments. We destroy, verse 5, every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. No, no, today your battle, where your battle is, your battle is not against people. It is against the spirits. It is against the evil spirits that the people are being used by. The second thing that I want you to know today, it is time for you to be firm and to stand strong. It is time for you to be firm and to stand strong. No, going back to Ephesians 6.10, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That wasn't written just to the early church and it wasn't just written to preachers. It was written to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is for you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God so that you'll be able to what? Stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Stand firm. Skipping down to verse 13. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor uh, so that you'll be able to, what's this? Resist the enemy in that time of evil. Resist the enemy. Then after the battle, we will be what? Standing firm. Don't you see that the that God intended for us not just to be fighting, but to stand and to be courageous, to stand and to be strong? Verse 14. Stand your ground. Verse 16. In, all, in, in addition to all this, and I don't have time to go through all the uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, armor of God today. We'll have to do that another time. But uh, in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to what? Stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Philip's modern English translates that to stop every burning missile. You are battling defeat. Uh, you are battling tricks and schemes and deceits of the devil. He doesn't care how he trips you up. His only goal is to see that you are defeated. He'll tell you his lies. Some of his lies, God doesn't care for you. The church doesn't love you. 
The Word of God is just another book. There's really nothing to the Holy Ghost. You can't be saved. Your family won't accept this. You're okay just the way you are. And the lies go on and on, and the deception is real. Skip down to verse 18 now. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Every occasion. And then the last line. Stay alert. And be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I've come to tell you today is no time to be afraid. That today is no time to, to step back and say, hey, I can't engage in a spiritual battle. You can and you will and you'll stand strong and you'll be there because the Spirit of God is on your side and He's going to help you and He's going to sustain you. Be strong. Be firm. Stop the enemy's weapons everywhere. Stay alert and persistent in prayer. And then my final point, and I'm rushing through this because my time is gone, but this this is, this is the thing that I want you to leave here with today. Know that you are just about to have victory. Not victory over not victory over somebody at work or somebody in the church or somebody around you or somebody in the family. No, no, victory in the spirit. Know that you're getting ready to have victory in the spirit. How do I know this? Because Romans, uh, Romans 16, 20. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Everybody stand up right now. Move those feet. Look, just, just move those, stomp those feet if you can. If not, just lift them up and put them down. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. I'm about to dance on Satan. I'm about to jump on Satan. He's going to crush Satan under my feet. You may be seated. You'll be standing up in just a couple of minutes again. This weekend, this weekend, a visitation by Satan, by one of his imps. I told his imp, you will not win because the God of peace is going to crush you under my feet. I'm not talking about the feet of God. I'm not talking about the feet of, of his angels. I'm talking about your feet. I'm talking about my feet right there. The God of peace is getting ready to crush the power of Satan under my feet. This is not talking about the end time, and this is not talking about ultimate victory. It's talking about daily uh, victory in a believer's life. It's talking about everyday victory. And you are under attack, and you are facing battles. Many of you, I know, I've seen it, I've talked to you, and I can see it on your face. I can see it in your spirit. You're facing battles. You're saying you're facing difficulties. But I've come to tell you today, the God of peace is just about ready to crush Satan under your feet. <clears throat> Luke 10, 19. Look, Jesus said, I have given you authority over, excuse me, to trample. To trample. Okay, they, they've got the, I've got, a, I got a, you know, a translation. I'll go with this one. It's on the screen. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions 
and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Leave, leave that up there. I'm going to read that to you in the uh, New Living Translation. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. What more do you need? You have authority. He told this to his disciples. He, he told it to us. You have authority over all the power of the enemy. You could walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. And crush them. Going back to going back to Hebrews, uh, excuse me, Romans 16:20. Stand with me. We need to recognize, as I said, that the battle is our battle is not against people. We need to understand that it is time for you to be firm and to stand strong. Be courageous. Be bold. And we need to know that you're just about to have victory. Notice what it says in Romans 16, 20 again. And the God of peace will crush Satan. Under your feet shortly. And he didn't stop there. He said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. After he crushes, after he crushes Satan under your feet. He's going to bring the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to you. This grace, I believe, this is not talking about salvational grace. You know, this is talking about beyond salvation. It takes grace to be saved. You have, it's, it's through His grace we're saved. We understand that. But as you walk with God and as He crushes Satan under your feet, He brings another grace. He brings more grace to your life. And the grace He's bringing here is that daily faith. That daily blessing, that daily anointing, that, that daily walk with him. And you walk down the, down the street and he has crushed Satan under your feet. And there's an anointing and a grace on your life. That's what he has for us today. Amen. As the worship team leads us, I want you to respond today. And uh, just, you know. We need to. We need to. We need to keep our social distancing. We don't need to. We don't need to, to uh, get close in groups. We spread out over the front. If you want to come to the front, if if you if you don't want to come, you feel comfortable staying where you're at. That's fine. Uh, but just we need to respond today. We need to. We need to acknowledge that our fights. We, we've misplaced. We've misplaced the, the the push of our fight. And we do that because we're in the flesh. You say, I don't know what's going on with my spouse. Well, get in the spirit and you might see what's going on with your spouse. It's not, it's not, a, it's not flesh and blood you're fighting against. We need to stand firm and be strong and not be fearful. And we need to know that victory is nigh. He's getting ready to crush Satan under our feet. Let's respond to the Lord as a lead us in worship today.